This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, well, it is Wednesday, although I said to Al during the show this morning, it really feels like Thursday. This week seems to be going faster than it actually is. Maybe that's because we're very busy this week. I don't know. We had the poker tournament last night. Would you, by the way, dominated? I dominated. Right, you didn't dominate. You didn't win. I didn't win, but uh, as you far did as very the, well, though. The three of us go, me, you, and Craig. I beat you guys easily. Uh yes. Handily. I beat Craig easily. You beat me easily. Yes. I, would ag- I would agree with that. Although at one point I did leapfrog you. You did. And then it went south in a hurry. Yes. And I got tired. Here's what happens, and then we'll get on to our topics. I get tired of fold, fold, me too, fold, and then so I got one hand where I had like king five. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going king high on this. And then you guys are betting, like, all this money, and you're killing me. Right. You're right. And I don't want to not play. And so I wound up uh, just a downward trend from there. But that was actually a lot of fun. 888 Poker, I had a blast. It was good. And then you were the big winner from last night amongst the three of us. Um, speaking of winners, right? Johnny Manziel. Yes. Right, with the winner signs and the money signs and everything. Pretty cool what he's doing. So he signed that $100 bill for the fan, right? Now, do you are you appreciative of what this fan is going to do with this signed one hundred dollar bill, which is likely sell it? Yeah, he's going to try to sell it. So you got to be able to get at least a hundred dollars for it. I mean, it's on a hundred. I would like to bill. think it's worth at least a hundred dollars. Oh, yes. I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. I um, myself have a dollar bill that's signed by a very famous person, oh. a David Letterman. Really? Yeah. When I went to the Letterman show when he was on NBC when I was in uh, college, I. I got there super early, me and my buddy Paul, because we wanted to sit in the front row. Okay. So when I got in the front row, Letterman comes out before the show, and he talks to the crowd when he was standing right near me. And uh, he said, uh, when he was done, he was going to go back to backstage before the show, and he said, oh, if anyone has anything they'd like me to sign, just pass it up front, and I'll... And I had nothing on me other than I had a dollar bill. That's kind of cool. To which David Letterman signed my dollar bill. I, I'm not exactly sure where it is. I used to have it hanging out. How did out. you lose that? No, I, I didn't lose it. It's 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 with all of my newspaper and magazines oh, okay. that I've saved that had either Howard Stern or David Letterman on them. I saved all my magazines and, and news articles over the and years. And the Playboys. And the Playboys, right. minus the centerfolds that have been ripped out. But all of those, so it's there somewhere. I just don't know exactly where it is. But if I had to bring it in to work tomorrow for like a show and tell, I would be able to find it. You would be able to find it. Yeah. Who was on that show? Do you remember? Yeah, it was a terrible show. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember I'd waited years for Letterman tickets. And it was uh, Lauren Bacall, who was an... who Sounds familiar. Yeah. She was 80-something years old back when I saw her on Letterman. So she was this old actress. Wasn't she in um, Gone with the Wind? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but she was 100 years old. 
I, I wanted to see things. I wanted to see not real, gone with the real wind. things. Casablanca. Not Whatever gone with the it wind. was. She was in old movies. Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, so I Lauren she Bacall, was and she was the main guest, so she got two segments. Oh. Then I uh then Matt Groening. Who the hell is Matt? He Groening? is the guy who created The Simpsons. But at uh, the I time would not have known that. At the time, The Simpsons was nothing. It was just, just coming up. Just kind of starting. Yeah. Uh so that one was not exciting. And who's the musical guest? There was no musical guest. I believe uh, it was a stand-up comedian um, and uh, Mario Joyner. I have no idea who that is. He's a good friend of Jerry Seinfeld. No kidding. Yeah. So that's amazing that you actually remember. I that. remember. Yeah, because I was so pumped to go, and I, rem- I remember being not great. See, my luck, I'd have like the stupid animal tricks. See, that I would like to see. Well, I guess, but I can go see stupid animal tricks anytime I want. I'm stupid sure they're pet like, tricks, Jerry. Whatever. You get what I mean. I've never gone to a show like that. I've I've wanted to. I wanted to go see Craig Ferguson. A TV taping. Yes. What do they do in between segments? The band plays. And they're not there. Like, they walk off the stage. Yeah, well, like someone, like for Letterman, for example, the band plays and the producers and the producers walk up to Letterman and share show notes or something while the band's playing. But they're not they conversing back. with the crowd. No. Not at all. No. One, See, they they a, come out before before the show to talk to the crowd. Right. And then probably after the show to thank the crowd. But during the show, there's no crowd interaction. Now, is that in a... See, I remember for me growing up, I listened to Imus growing up right through high school. And I remember before radio shows were on TV, I remember C-SPAN put a camera in in Astoria. And I remember like, wow, I can actually watch what this looks like. And I was I was mesmerized by it. When you go see Letterman in the '80s, and you're you're in your 20s, early 20s, right, something like that. Yes. Are you are you mesmerized by the cameras and the lights, and the yeah. teleprompter, and the size of the stage, and how small the studio thing is compared to yes. probably what you thought it was? Yeah, because I, and I get that now when people come in to visit the Boomer and Carton studios, they'll say, "Oh, it looks so much bigger on TV." Well, something like Letterman looks gigantic yeah, on TV it and does. very tiny. I first saw it when I was a kid. I went, uh, my family went to Los Angeles for a vacation. And I loved NBC back then. I was like, I loved NBC and Johnny Carson right. and Letterman. So we we went to the uh, Burbank Studios where Johnny Carson tapes, and I got this tour of that studio. Nice. And the curtain where Johnny Carson used to stand on television was this enormous kind of rainbow colored curtain, and it was looked like the size of a closet door in right. in person. But, so yeah, it was you, very right. strange. You're watching it on TV. I went to the Universal Studios tour in LA, and we watched. Um, what was the show at Michael J. Fox? Family Ties. We saw Family Ties. You saw uh, an episode? We didn't see them being uh, taped. We went for rehearsal. Someone we knew, their uncle was a security guard there. So they brought us in, and I was only nine, and my brother was seven. And I remember them saying, no kids. They're like, it's all right. This guy was like a security guard there forever. And we watched them rehearse an episode. It was the one with uh, his sister's boyfriend, the, the the rocker guy. Yeah. It was actually really cool. I, I remember that like it was, I don't remember the episode, but I remember it like it was yesterday. And that was actually pretty cool. It was just watching that for like an yeah. hour, them going over lines over and over and not getting it and getting frustrated. Do it again. Start over. It was just really cool, actually. Yeah, I always wonder that. Like, cause like Seinfeld used to be taped in front of a studio audience, and 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 they would do what you said. Sometimes I would do two and three takes, yeah. and then how is that still fresh jokes for the audience? It's not. That's why they have the signs that say laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you have to. That's true. So anyway, you know, we've talked uh, a lot of times during this podcast, or at least once. <laughs> Maybe not a lot One of times. time. At least one time. Like, if you ended up in jail, right? Yes. You don't want to be in jail for something that's not tough, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Right, like kid touchers in jail. Oh, 
you're, you're the in worst trouble. human being you're ever. You're be beat down. Right. You end up in jail with someone who murdered somebody, and you're in jail for shoplifting. Good luck. Right. How about this? A 72-year-old man. So 72. Not a young, yes. All right. An old criminal, Jerry? Correct. He could, he's from Tampa. He could end up in jail, possibly for the rest of his life, upwards of 10 to 15 years. You know why? Because he started a website selling Cialis and Viagra, and he was smuggling it in from China. Oh, so the fake Cialis and Viagra. I suppose it was fake, but... It's all fake, Jerry. Can you explain to me how you... I mean, that's how you're going to live the rest of well, your life? Well, it's drug smuggling. You're smuggling Selling prescription... Selling online. Yeah, It's you're, legal. You're smuggling prescription drugs What in. are you doing? I mean, oh, God, could you imagine if that's the rest of your life? Yeah. Well, he's 72. He probably doesn't have much, much more to go. That's not true. He could have 20 years left. I like that he was still kind of being a businessman at 72. He's still like, all right, what, a is, crook. what do we need here? We not need uh, Viagra and Cialis, have the knockoff ever, versions. See, now, it's a, I'm glad you brought that up. Have you ever seen the websites, if you want to buy jerseys wholesale? Yeah. And they're from China? Yes. And they look real, and you can buy it, but they're not legit, right? They're not legit, but... Someone we work with here, not Boomer or Craig, a behind-the-scenes person, has purchased many of those and says you cannot tell the difference, and the jerseys are, like, dirt cheap. Right, and I'm sure that's fine if you're going to wear them, but I mean people buy them to sell. Yeah. You could probably go for, go to jail for that. Yes. And in that case, I think you probably think you are a businessman because you think you're doing everything legal. If you go to that website, it looks legit. Right. But I know it takes like six weeks to get the merchandise, and they've got everybody. Yes, you, you can want get throwbacks. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. I don't want to go to jail for that either. I yeah, think. I like to do everything legit now. Like when you become an adult, you have to do everything legit. Well, yeah, because other than house arrest, the option is not good. Yeah, not good. Why do you want to get in trouble? Imagine you're getting in trouble for either selling fake Viagra, like you said, or selling fake jerseys. I like, couldn't see. Don't get real. I could not see it. It's kind of like selling cigarettes without the right uh, permit and see. Yeah, right. well, that you were trying to be. You thought you were doing the right I thing. I did think I was doing the right thing. Hmm. 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 Yeah. hmm. Erection pills. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do, Jerry? What was my next story? I want to hear about this story about a man. Oh, you're right. Again, I, I can understand this guy, Jerry. I know you can. I Another, do, too. By the way, all this wacky stuff always happens in Florida. This one is from Vero Beach, Florida. Okay. A man was caught shoplifting two sex toys from a Spencer's store. Mm. Okay, I guess they were vibrators. I didn't know Spencer sold those. Me neither. Uh, he had enough money for the items, but was too embarrassed to go to the cashier. I could totally see that. Me, too. I mean, you don't want to buy condoms. There's no way you're buying a vibrator. Right. I would not buy condoms. I would not buy a vibrator. Um, there are what about many, lingerie? Uh, I would not buy lingerie if I was by really? myself. Well, hold on a second. Now, have you experienced the Victoria's Secret lingerie purchase yet? They give you like a personal shopper. Yeah, that's very awkward, though. When I, it's I, not I would aw- be very awkward. It's no. not awkward. It's actually... I'll be honest with you. It's actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but I'm an awkward person. I'm not going to be walking Correct. around with a Victoria's Secret girl... Why? Uh, because it's awkward. Yeah, but it's not, though, because they're very friendly. Right. They help you out. They want to know about your your companion, your female friend. You tell them, your wife, your, your girlfriend, whatever. Friend, yes. Right. And then they want to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. And then they literally, they'll want to know what you want to spend. And you tell, you give them all this stuff. It's great. Why can't you just go on Victoria's Secret website? You can do that. I'm just saying, I understand. The, I actually understand your theory with the condoms. Okay, fine. I mean, it's a little childish, but I get it. The vibrators, I get it. I mm-hmm. don't think there's any chance I would ever go into a store and buy that. So I understand why this guy 
Well, I don't understand why you could buy that online too, by the way. Yeah, that's true. Right, but I, I, I'm telling you, you're missing out. Just once, you should do it. Just once. Once. I promise you, you will come. You will call me up. Well, you won't call me. You'll text me. But like, you know what? That, that was, wasn't terrible. Do I bring my girl for that or no? What well, I mean, you can. You can go together. But I'm saying you go if you're buying a gift. Oh, as a gift, right? And you go in. You can either ask for help or trust me. Within 30 seconds of you in there, they will ask you if you want help. Well, I'm looking for this. Oh, great. Let me get a bag. I will say Victoria's Secret used to hire only really beautiful women. Okay. Now Where are you going with this? It's regular girls, so it's not as intimidating to go in there. Is it possible that as you're getting older and you have dated very attractive girls that all of a sudden your standards have changed? Maybe no. Maybe before when you were 21 years old, you just looked at them as, wow, now it's like, you know what, my girlfriend's as good, is better looking than these women. Well, that's true, Jerry. She is. But here's my theory on it. My theory on it is like, like Home Depot. There's so many. Like It used to be you could go to Home Depot and every guy that worked there yes. really knew plumbing and woodworking and, and electrical, all that stuff. And now, because there were so many Home Depots everywhere, yep. you just get regular guys working there. Same with Victoria's Secret. There used to be only a handful of them. They'd hire the top-notch, beautiful women. Now there are so many of them, your everyday average people are working there. I've seen dudes working at, at, at Victoria's I Secret. Have. See, now, that's a, now that would be awkward. But you can't uh, discriminate, Jerry. In fact, I'm. You should go apply for a job there to see if they discriminate against you. I have zero interest in that job. I'm going to say they won't discriminate because I have seen men working in Victoria's Secrets. I have never seen a man in Victoria's yeah. Secret. That to I, me, that, see now that's a problem. And it's not about discrimination; it's about what I just discussed. Right. I don't want a dude helping me shop for my wife. It'd be great if it was like or like a you know Brooklyn dude. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What could I get you? Now you're discriminating. Forget about it. What, what could I doing? get you? Now why are you mocking? Why are you mocking people like me? Huh? I'm from Brooklyn. You looking for lingerie? Right, now, you're insult- now you're insulting me. Now I'm offended. <laughs> Jerry, not only would I not buy uh, sex toys or condoms or lingerie in person, I also find it very strange to purchase underwear. In person, you do, huh? I find it odd to bring like a package of underwear up to the counter. See, I don't, but now I don't have to even worry about it. Right. That's why I've moved all of my underwear shopping online to MacWeldon.com. There I can get quality underwear, Jerry, and I don't have to face like, especially if it's like a younger woman working behind the you counter. You get very intimidated by the younger, attractive female. Not intimidated. It's not intimidation. It's awkwardness. She, She's looking at, and plus on the package, when you buy underwear in the store, the packaging is like a guy showing off his package and right. it's just a shirtless man. So now man. she's basically visualizing you in that oh, underwear. Right, and me in that underwear. Yeah. So I go to MacWeldon.com. You could get underwear there, Jerry, whether you go boxers, boxer briefs, briefs, all sorts of different kinds of underwear they have there. They also have T-shirts. You can get socks. That's the other thing. I know, like, where, what type of socks am I supposed to be wearing? With my shoes that I wear. Because every time I wear socks, people go, those are kind of weird socks. I go, well, what am I supposed to do? Hmm. Like, how do I know what to wear? Well, Mack Weldon makes it easy. You go to MacWeldon.com. The website's very simple to use, Jerry. That's actually great. If you want underwear, you click on the freaking underwear link. Yeah. If you want T-shirts, you click on T-shirts. If you want socks, you click on socks. And, of course, it's the holiday season. And oh, they have right, holiday packs. 
Um, it's really what every guy needs, and it's the gift that, believe it or not, you will get excited about. Like when you told me about Mount Mac Weldon six, seven months ago, and I started yeah. going there. I'm not going to lie. You get me Mac Weldon, I'm pumped up now. Yeah, not only that, you can get 20% off your order by going to MacWeldon.com and using the promo code POSTGAME. That's the name of this podcast, Jerry. You see how that works? The postgame, yes. Yeah, if you're listening to this now and you need underwear for yourself, if you need underwear for a gift, you go to MacWeldon.com, use the promo code POSTGAME, you'll watch 20% be sliced from your bill, Jerry. I bought, I couldn't figure this out. I bought some regular boxer briefs, which I have always been familiar with. Yes. Then I saw on this website they had boxer briefs that it was shorter in the leg. Yes. I'm wearing those right now. If yeah. You like to visualize. Uh, and I thought, well, I'll take a shot with these, but I'm probably not going to like them. Awesome. I like them better than the regular uh, boxer briefs I've been wearing for years. They're great. I agree. I totally agree. And you know that those underwear are anti-microbial as the as the people on Twitter tell me, I yes, say I said the same thing. <laughs> microbial, right? Microbial, microbial, meaning if you sweat in them, it doesn't stink. Right, you can work out and you're comfortable and you don't smell. You can work out and you don't smell. MacWeldon.com, twenty percent off using the promo code postgame. Do it today and stuff it in a stocking or something. <laughs> Jerry, there's a uh, Justice Wils- Winslow. He's a, a basketball player. You're familiar with him? Uh, yes, Justice Winslow. Justice? Yes, not Justice. Well, that's a weird way to spell justice. Uh, I-S-E. Jamie Bean today from Craig. <laughs> Justice Winslow. <laughs> this is Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. Have you been on Wikipedia uh, no, uh, recently? I have not. So I go to Wikipedia constantly. Right. I want to see how old somebody is. I want to see what movie someone. I'm always on a Wikipedia. If I feel like I'm catching some disease, I Wikipedia. Sure. It. I'm constantly on Wikipedia. If you go to Wikipedia now, and for the last week or so, when you go on it, it's asking for a donation. You don't have yeah, to give I a donation. You, you don't, don't have I to. I did see this because I was searching for Carl Anthony Towns' age. Exactly. You and are. I did see that. Yeah. So they're looking for donations. You don't need to. Do, you do not need to pay to use Wikipedia. But they're looking for donations. And Justice Winslow had tweeted out uh, just this week, Wikipedia is asking for donations. Might have to do it. Wouldn't have gotten through high school without it. Definitely not Duke. And he's right. Where would we be? We always say go- just Google it. Yes. But really, in reality, you're saying Wikipedia. So you, See, I don't, I don't use Wikipedia a lot. I really don't. It, I is, u- it is almost always the first thing that comes up when you Google something. In a lot of cases, it is. And I'm only going from the standpoint of my son is now in fifth grade, yeah. and they have to do projects. And one of the things the teacher writes in the notes for the project is we need sources, a.k.a. Wikipedia not acceptable, and you have to cite them. So when we're doing this, I'm into the habit of, all right, you see Wikipedia, all right, move on. You actually have to find articles, and you have to find real facts and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't use it, but I can see how easy most people probably do. It's great for casual conversations. You're right. For if you're doing a research paper, not great. But at the bottom of Wikipedia, some some of them cite their sources. They do sometimes. And you can click on those. I do know that. But I still, to me, it's a roundabout way of getting to where I want to be. Yeah, and as much as I love Wikipedia, I'm, w- I'm with Justice Winslow here. I, I don't ever see myself donating to Wikipedia. I'm either. So way, would, if you're but, him, though, you better do, donate more than $3. But people are donating, evidently. I'm sure they are. They have to be. 
There's there's also is it baseballreference.com? That might be another one. They want money? Well, they're always looking for, because it's again, they put ads on now and I don't know if, I don't know if Wikipedia puts these, you know, digital ads on or not. Baseball Reference does have some digital ads, but how much are they getting for them? So I right. do believe they actually rely on donations as well. I don't think I've ever given to that either. Hmm. I don't I don't believe so. Yeah. Have you watched uh, this new uh, 30 for 30 that's out on the Buffalo Bills dropping four I, straight Super Bowls? I did see parts of it. I've seen uh, – here's what I've seen in the last couple of – in the last week or so. NFL Network did an amazing two-piece, two-part piece on the Cowboys-Niners rivalry, which I've seen, I've seen the first part. NFL Network, this is? Yeah, it is tremendous. And then I also saw parts of the Bills thing, the 30 for 30 – and the amazing thing about the Bills Oilers game, which is, you know, that's obviously a big part of it. I was in San Francisco for that game, seeing with my family, and I woke up and it was halftime and they were getting blown out. I completely forgot that Reich came out to start the third quarter and threw the pick six. I, oh, I, I didn't just remember thought, that either. And it was I, like 42 3 or something. It was 30, it made it 35 3, I think, or maybe 40, whatever yeah, it was. 40 something. They were down big at the half. I just thought they came back in the second half. And another thing, this is awesome. Did you, so you saw it, right? I watched the first, I only got to the first hour right after they lost the Super Bowl to the Giants. Okay. So this is the This is awesome. Marv Levy is telling Frank Reich, hey, listen, you did this with Maryland. You're going to do it today. And on camera, Levy's like, Hey, no way I believed what I was saying, but I didn't know what else to say to the guy. Yeah. We were getting our asses kinked. And it's amazing how that worked out, and he admits that he thought the game was over. I, thought I believe was, he thought it was over. I thought it was also great. It was really the first time I saw Scott Norwood be interviewed. The, yeah, the I, see, I, I didn't the see that part. That was really interesting. The guy still has a heavy heart about it. How could you not? All these years later, feeling like he let see, people down. He Well, and that's the whole thing. This is why, and I understand why quarterbacks make so much money. I do, and even Brandon Marshall said, okay, fine. But this is where when you come into these conversations about the best of all time, it might might be one of the dumbest sports conversations you can have because, you know, the difference between the way we look at Jim Kelly and the Bills is a kicker making or missing a kick. The difference between the way we look at Tom Brady is a kicker making and missing kicks. Right. I mean, if they don't have – what's his name? Um, Jenna, uh, uh, not Guskowski. The guy who's with the Colts now. Jesus Christ. Vanderjack. No, he was with the Colts. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> think of his name. The kicker for the I know Patriots. You you we know all know who you mean. We're all anyway. shouting it out the radio right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. We're two idiots here. If they don't have him making everything, as great as Brady is, he doesn't have all these rings. Right. He just doesn't. It's the whole thing is so goofy the way we rate them. But yeah, if you see it, you, you have to watch it. Uh, and, I agree. And Scott Norwood uh, mentioned multiple players coming up to him afterwards, like uh, knocking on his door at the hotel and saying, listen, uh, Andre Reed said, sure. hey, listen, I dropped passes, and they showed the highlights in the Super Bowl, him dropping balls. Yep. Uh, Bruce Smith missing tackles. No doubt. No. Uh, Adam Jim Vinatieri, Kelly, by the way. Yeah, Jim Kelly missing open receivers. You know, it, it, no doubt. But you can look to, and uh, I would. That's a hundred percent right. I mean, so much goes into it. You know, if Tom Brady doesn't have someone blocking for him, he can't throw at seventy five percent. The thing about it is, is they all make mistakes. But the kickers, these poor kickers, that they have one job to do. You get put in the. Uh, you could say the most pressurized situation yes. in the course of the game and those 51 other guys are relying on your leg to make you a Super Bowl. Out of the fact the Giants are Super Bowl champions that second time. Right. Are they? They are. 
but they were that close to not. I mean, the whole thing is so goofy. Yeah, they said he had not hit. That was a 48-yard field goal for Norwood on grass. He had not kicked one longer than 46 yards on grass because he he was a turf kicker. Very interesting. Jerry, you know what I would have done if I was one of Scott Norwood's teammates? Uh, Sure, I would have taken some blame and said, oh, I missed the tackle or I should have caught that ball. I would have solved it all by getting Scott Norwood a gift from Touch of Modern. Dot com. Well, he's a guy, and they got gifts for guys. And they by do the way, have gifts for guys. They do, and for women and children. They got a lot of stuff for the Oh, they for do, the for women and children year. also. For family, friends, yourself. Oh, is that right? It's geared towards guys, but they right. got a lot of stuff throughout the website, which is another very easily accessible and usable website. I would have gotten Scott Norwood uh, some really great headphones so he could have listened to music and drown out all the people complaining about him missing the kicks. So, so would you would have... go to the Gadgeteer on their holiday hub yeah. looking for headphones. Is there a hub for kickers who miss key kicks? Well, I think you just pointed out the best one. Yeah. I'd probably also get him uh, something in the uh, gourmet section because Scott Norwood would like to cook up an excuse for why he missed oh that God. kick, Jerry. <laughs> Yeah, check it out, touchofmodern.com. They are doing 30 days of deals. You can find something for everyone on your holiday list. It's a great site for gifts for family, friends, or even for yourself. Every time you go to the site, you're like a kid in a candy store. There's something new every time you go there. Gear and gizmos, check out the gadgeteer section. If you have someone on your list that is totally into watches, click on the watch aficionado. And if you have someone that has everything, they even have a category for that. Lux Life to find the one thing that they don't have. If you're looking for something for somebody who likes to spend time outdoors, he's a hiker, he's a fisherman, something like that, click on the outdoorsy, uh, the adventurer section of touchofmodern.com. You can even check it all out on the touchofmodern.com app for your cellular mobile smartphone. Do that. And with new sales literally launching every day, touchofmodern.com is the one website to find gifts for everyone on your list. And every time you go there, there is something new. And right now, listeners can get immediate access simply signing up. Touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today. You don't want to miss the perfect deal for the perfect gift. And Christmas is one week and two days away. I think that's nine days. Do it up, touchofmodern.com. Jerry and I will be back tomorrow on the Boomer and Carton post-game podcast. Until then, see you! It's the Boomer and Carton post-game show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.